I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, my darlings. Hello. Welcome to I Am Anna Man, episode two of the second series. We're actually continuing. I know. I've never continued anything in my life. Well, once a curly whirly, I got all the way to the end. But apart from that, I've, you know, very little I've actually kept going. Um, But I'm here right now. So that's exciting, isn't it? Yes. I'm here right now in in the historic town of York. Um, I'm using the original Viking pronunciation there. Um, and it's wonderful. I think some of it, I mean, some of it's over 100 years old. Am I right there, David? That's right, yes. Yes, I'm, I'm joined by the wonderful David Reed, um, who is an actor, comedian, writer, and just all-round good guy. He's let me stay here tonight, last night, came to the show. I did, yes. Has made me three, two coffees? Two coffees. Two and co- I made myself an third. It went cold. Oh, fuck. Oh, God, yes. It, it, I mean, I will drink cold coffee, but it, it's not the same, is it? I it's mean, that's not the why same, we no. heat it up. Mm. Am I right in saying well, that? Well, I think, I think there's people who, whose entire job it is to heat up coffee. Oh, f- oh the barista. The bar- oh, barista. I love a good barista. A lot yeah. of my best friends are baristas, yes. so I won't have a bad word said about them. You know? my, my cousin once asked me if I knew any baristas, mm. and I was like, what a strange question. Mm. And it turned out she was in desperate need of a barrister. Oh, really? Is that true? Due to her poor education, <laughs> yes. actually. Uh, so the, the two were linked. But, yes, uh, it, yes. It's yes. actually true. Now, David's going very posh, and I think that's because he's around me. It is. But, I, uh, he can't help When it. people introduce me as an actor, yeah. I feel like I have to sound like one. I know, I know. But what... So that's an interesting place to start, I think. Yes. So, would you like me to use my normal, can, my normal guttural? I think I would. I think I would. Because people people might think you're talking to Sean Bean. And I, well, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let it out, shall I? Let it out. Oh, fuck. Let's, let's hear it. Say something. Because uh, he's actually from York. I am. I am. I'm, I'm, it's coming. It's coming. It's slowly. It's slowly. It's, like you, it's now, you've, now you've, now, now now you've gone in the... Gone up. Gone up. Posh, yeah, yes. or down south, but up in the posh. Well, that's it. That's up in the world, but down in the south. That my, that's what my we say. goes to my natural baritone when I let out the actual accent. Oh, listen to that. I, I prefer it. Do you? I do. Because it puts some people off. They don't know what to think. And I think this is largely... I don't know where you are. Now you've gone a bit like a robot. <laughs> now you're sort of... Now you're a, a Yorkshire robot. Right. Who is that? Well, the emotion, the emotion goes Sometimes. because we're more stoic up here, you see. But stoic. Um, I, think, I think people's expectation of this accent has been sort of poisoned by the likes of uh, Jason Manford and Lee Mack. Cre- oh, they fucked it. Creating, a, they creating a, fucked you. an incredibly simplistic version of what northerners are like. But where are you now, for tone-wise? I still can't tell. Tone-wise? Are you there now? I'm, I'm there now. This is just me. Is that you? This is how I'm feeling right now, yes. Uh, well, <laughs> can you describe the feeling of being a northerner? Well, it's, it's sort of... Uh, there's a, there's a f- philosophical sort of indifference to mm. it. It's a sort of um, a weary... Looking over a weary moor... I just think. Is that what you see when well, you? Well, life will go on. Things aren't great, but then they're, they're also not terrible. It's it's somewhere in the middle. There. We're all right. We're fine. We we'll get by. Yeah, like like. So when when you look at London, you just see a moor. I London is is a is a strange place to return to. It's uh, I I always feel like the trains drop me off in some sort of a pedal bin. It's, um, it's an absolutely filthy in a pedal city. Bin. A pedal bin. Oh, fuck. Um, so it's it's a it's a it's a it's a filthy city, and and you don't. It's filthy. I lived disgusting. there for twelve years. I lived there for twelve years, and you, you don't realise you're living in a bin. Twelve years of filth. I know, and at the minute, sadly, because Sabita Runway and I had a bit of a disagreement. Um, well, not another one. No, it was actually it wasn't. It was his daughter came around and said, 
Look, you... She called me some very nasty names, actually. Right. Look, you're not married to him anymore. Yes. Right? You got divorced 20 years ago. I know what you're doing because his mind is going. You've, you've come here and you're just pretending that you're still married. Right. And I said, how fucking dare you? You right. don't know this man. You don't know... I said, yes, I do. It's it's my dad. Right. So anyway, she's kicked me out. Oh, that... I'll she, creep she back can do in. that, can she? she well, I, I think... I mean, we're not... I have no legal right over him, you know, but it was wonderful while it lasted because he was, and she was funding it. You're going posh. Sorry. It's mm. quite interesting. It's very hard to sing it's in a northern accent. Oh, yeah. It's very hard to sing because of just uh, the way that... Well, let's do a classic. So I've got, um, obviously, Aliens, the musical. Yes. Um, no one in space can hear me scream, but boy, can they hear me sing. Yes. So let's try that. No one in space can hear me scream, but boy, can they hear me sing. Yes, it, it is it weird. It doesn't work. I feel like I'm trying to sell you bread. Right. Do you see what I mean it by that? It doesn't work. And, uh, I feel like I'm on an advert, I'm large, Yes. I'm at the top of a hill, and I'm singing by this bread. So um, I tend to go posh when I'm trying to emote more. Do you feel your career... Because I've always seen you, actually. I mean, isn't in the nicest way. But I've always seen you as, as the northern southern thing. Is very, it is interesting, because, I mean, I'm from the Midlands, originally, right. from, from Nottingham. You know, I've, is, I've passed through it a lot. Which is neither here nor there, in yeah. many ways. It's just like... I mean, I always think, in, in Greek legends, you know, when you died, you went to Tartarus, which was hell, or mm. um, the Asphodel Fields... Elysium, sorry, which was, which was heaven. And then the Asphodel Fields is where everyone... Elsewhere, sort of mingled about. They just sort of walked around faceless and anonymous, you yeah. know. And I think Nottingham Market Square on a Sunday afternoon was a very similar place, you know. Yes. A lot of people walking around, going, who am I? What's going on here? You know what I mean? Yes. I don't. I ain't got any purpose, mate. That yeah. sort of thing. Um, and so I got out as soon as I could. I really, I really did. I, I, um, I caught. I met up with my best friend Sue Clinch one day outside Rock City, and I was like, "Fuck this, Sue. Let's leg it." You know. And we just right. legged, and we kept on running. Right. You know, for upwards of three minutes, and then we just got a cab. Got a cab, yeah. But what are we talking about? Yes, so you. So let's talk a bit about Dave. Talking to actors, trying to understand their process. We're talking to actors. Actors, yeah, they rule the world. I know you from the wonderful sketch group, The Penny Dreadful. Right, yes, that was me. They're a fun bunch, aren't they? Because you've got Humphrey. Yes. It's very, So if you don't know The Penny Dreadfuls, they still exist. They do. They're, they've sort of split, but they come back. They haven't split. Well, but we they're, never, they're all we over never the split. Place. We just stop peddling. So stop. We... But you. When I say split, I mean as in you literally went to different places. Right. One and of then us lives in America now. In America. So Humph, lovely Humphrey, uh, is very tall. He's six foot twelve. Right. Uh, and another foot. He's skinny. He's um, he, he's he's lovely. Very sort of warm, and you know, everyone. I remember mother met him, and um, his, she, she, he, he just said something. He said the, the briefest of words, just like, Hello, how are you? And she suddenly turned into this sort of quivering, <laughs> sort of feudal slave, you know, right. oh, yes, master, yes, you know. And, and not that he was being no, commanding, because no, no. he does, I think, proper posh people, mm. it's like me and ye pretend to be posh, don't we? Right. Because we're not really, you know, but put it on, put it on, put it on. I don't even know, there's not even people in there. But real ones, they don't have to, do they? It's like real gangsters don't have to be scared. Oh, they never have to raise their voice. Everyone knows the, the menace exactly. in the eyes. So anyway, my point is, Humph, you've got him up there. Yes. You in the middle. Right. Who is posher northern? Is that fair? Uh, well, tricky, actually, because... Uh, I don't mean you're posh posh, but no, I mean no, no, you're, you're, you're I, I am from York, which is posh north. Yes, yes. OK, that's what I mean. Like um, Edinburgh to Scotland. Right, that's exactly it. So it's uh, it's the historical city where the middle class live. I mean, it's over 100 years old. Over right? 100 years really? old, so I've read. Yeah. Not much more. I mean, I wasn't around then, so I can't vouch for that. But no, certainly Sir old... Peter Runway was. Really? God, he's really kicking on He must have been there when they built the I cannot believe that man is not dead. Well, I mean, you're, you're very unlucky. I think it's only me keeping him alive, to be honest. And you've been kicked out. Exactly. He'll wither and die like a like a, a sponge covered in acid. Well, you'll need to lean on which that. Which is daughter. what I, she, she's probably doing to him right now. Probably. She's a monster. Anyway, what we're talking about. Right. Let's get back to the beginning. Right. The David Reed story. Right. There we go. And then we'll find these things. We'll find the Penny Dreadfuls again. That's on, how on route. That's how talking works, it isn't does. it? Because I forget, you know, because... Talking, I have this condition where if anyone else is talking, I do often just fall asleep, and right. it's a real problem. Or, like, or start talking, or just start talking. Yes, yes. I mean you, louder and aggressively. And if it, and sometimes with my hand over the other person's mouth, you know, just because that's 
you know, the, where I'm, I'm obviously a lot older than you, and mm. where nowadays, you know, you can get away with being northern and stuff, you know, but, or, or being a bit shy. No, I think you can get away with being a posh person who does a northern accent for television. Oh, like Game of Thrones? I don't think the other way round is really open yet. A northern person who gets away with being posh? You, there's tokenism still. Sean Bean exists, therefore no other northerners... Arguably, arguably. These days, I arguably, mean, there's, yes. there is, I don't know if you've read the... the um, uh, um, the the is Sean Bean CGI um, conspiracy? No, I haven't read this. One. Well, okay, we'll have a little Google afterwards. Okay. Trust me, there's a lot there that you don't know about. Okay, we may have just been looking at a, a, an imposter the whole time. And wow. there's also, of course, the whole conspiracy that he died um, when he was about 16. It's just been his twin ever since. Well, they, they're, they're sailing very close to the wind there because he dies in every film as well. So exactly. that, that's asking for exactly. trouble, really. Anyway, I mean, what's that telling us? You know, like with the right. Beatles, yes, with Paul McCartney, the scan, the, the conspiracy. Yeah. It's not a scandal because it's not true, but the conspiracy. But he's been dead. All and, you know, Paul is really dead in the yeah. song and all yeah. that stuff. You know, if you listen, if you play back a lot of Sean Bean's films, mm. you know, even Game of Thrones, you know, when he says um, whatever it, he says in that, but I don't know, I don't watch other things. Right, I'm not in, but he, apparently, you play it back and he says, um, "I'm actually fucking dead." And that must be very hard to find a line that makes sense in both directions. As well, and, well it doesn't. Do. I mean, nothing he says makes sense. Right. I've really turned on Sean Bean. You this. have. And yes. I just, for the record, I just want to say, I've never met him and I'm actually a big fan. I've met him. He was very nice. And what happened? I interviewed him for um, a show about films I did on Absolute Radio. But he was a very friendly man. He was a very friendly man. Yes, he, asked, he asked me where I'm from when we'd finished the interview, actually. He was very professional during the interview. Yes. And then I turned the recording device off and he said, uh, where are you from, by the way? I went, I've from York he went oh I've got a friend in York uh, Mark Addy do you know him yes and I was Mark I, Addy the, the, the to, other actor the other actor from the, the, only, the only other actor from the north from, from, oh, he's from York uh, he's, it's him and Dame Judi Dench from York those are the two yes but um, she, she was sort of built she was built in if a, you know what I mean yes absolutely um, but uh, no I, I had to say no I'm sorry we don't all know each other but it was very nice to and the oh, irony is lovely. I now do know Mark Addy since oh. I moved back here but but Sean is none the wiser he's, he's not you're aware you're really ticking of him off yeah yeah but you, did, do you think he did you sense he had that thing where if you were posh because mm. sometimes I get this and this is true when I'm with someone who's not posh and I, I want to scream, darling, I'm not actually posh, you know, but they, they immediately go, you're probably one of those, you right. know, those Cambridge people. Or well, I, 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 from... And I know, darling, I'm really not. Yeah, you know? going, going back to the penny But then the thoughts. more you push it, the more it sounds like you're, you know, the lady doth protest too much. Right, that's it. I have I have actually only really been cast in posh roles mm. because I started in a sketch group with a very tall Etonian who uh, draws the eye. <laughs> and um, and we did sort of whimsical. That, I did a musical about that. Whimsical I'm a very tall Etonian, I draw the eye. Did you play the Etonian? Um, no, no, that was that was um, Philip Squires, lovely right. chap, lovely right. chap. Right. Um, wonderful. Sorry, Karen. So, so let's let's go back to the. Finish your point. Right. So the what, problem what is, what me and Dave love talking. We do. Um, Which is actually very good for... Also, I mean, I'm we're being some, very good. We're being very good because normally... I'm eating some strudel cake. Is that what it's called? Uh, uh, Stupwafel. What? Stupwafel. Never. Yes. Never again. That's it. Right. Um, so, but because we were doing... Uh, Poshy stuff. Victorian sketch comedy. Mm. Poshy stuff, exactly. Mm. People people were like, well, they're, they're... And we did posh accents for most of it, which is what people expect. Um, and so, every, I only got... Uh, cast in uh, preposterous top roles, you know, blah, 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 right. which I'm not actually uh, better at than actual posh people. Of which That's it. Loads. Yeah. Loads. Because they can sense it. Right. They can sniff you out, can't yes. they, that you're not really one. Because I'm, I'm lampooning know. those people. So let's do it. The David Reed story. Right. Da, 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 da. Oh, this is exciting. So where does it begin? Well, actually, I, I I have been thinking about this recently because I've recently uh, moved I back mean, I to I imagine York. you were born. I was born. So, yes. I was born so, here I mean, in York. I wouldn't question um, that too much. Just up the road from where we are uh, now, Anna. Oh, lovely. Um, lovely. And uh, uh, home birth, of course. But uh, And just remind me, I'd like to talk a bit about your shower before the end of the podcast. Absolutely, yes. Okay, carry on. Do you have issues with my shower? No, I, I fucking loved it. Oh, I want to talk about it. Fine. Um, so, but basically, how I got into acting... I'll talk about it now. Okay. Wonderful shower. There's nothing worse than staying at someone's house, mm. and they say, "Oh, you can use a shower," you know, or you demand, you know, "Where is the fucking shower?" Right. And you're going, and it's a trickle. 
Right. It's horrible. It's awful. You know, mm. and and I know you're there. They're being charitable to have you there, but at the same time, get your shower sorted. You know, you've got a fucking guest. You right. Know? This is what I was screaming at Sir Peter for ages. This is why his daughter eventually came out. Anyway, um, it's wonderful. It's a button. That's right. I mean, that's already I'm interested. And it lights up blue, doesn't it? It lights up blue. Yes. Right. So that's fun. It's warm. It's at right temperature immediately. Mm. I turned it all the way to hot, but it still didn't burn my skin. And underneath there, halfway through the shower, I had a look, have a look. There's a little button. What's it say on the button? Boost. Boost. Now, I can tell the listeners are getting, all right, okay, now we're in. We weren't sure about everything else we've said so far, Anna, because you've been waffling. And ironically, eating a German waffle. Right. But um, now we're interested. Should I do it, I thought? Real moment. Do I dare? Do I dare to eat a peach? You know, as yeah. Elliot said, I did it. And fuck, I'm glad I did. Yeah. I'm not sure what the change was. No. If I'm honest. Because it's pretty powerful when you first It was already it good. It was a bit like taking drugs, where you've been told it's a drug. Mm. You know, ecstasy, cocaine. Mm. But you have a bit and you're like, is this... Is this doing anything? Yes, I think it is. I think it is. Yeah, I'm high. I'm high. I'm right. dancing. And then it turns out later it wasn't. Not, you know, and I you mean, were scammed. Mostly, so might... is it a scam? No, I'm, I don't think I it is. But I, I'm car. uncertain, like you are. Mm. I mean, I, 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 what I do know is that when you press the boost button, a second blue light comes on, and that's quite. That's, that's quite something. Yeah. But is it just a placebo? Is what I'm saying. Well, I think are it, you going? Oh, there's a second blue light. It must be a boost. I think. It, I think it adds a bit more water. Bit more. I think I'm not even sure. Out. No, I mean, I, I, I was at you know like the '60s Batman with the the Batmobile when they did right. the. Tur- I was expecting something like that, but water where he had fire. Yes, yes. And I'm glad it didn't because actually it would have felt like I was at a riot and I was being hosed. Final question. Yes. How often do you have you ever had a shower in that shower and not turned on the boost? Uh, you know, I think I have. And did I, it feel? I didn't miss it. <laughs> I didn't miss it. I think we need to talk to the manufacturers about that boost because I think either it's not working or they're they're pulling a fast one. But it's so much better. I mean, like when when I stayed at Sue Clinch's, you know, and, and she um she gave, said, "I oh, know you can have a shower if you want." I was like, "Oh, oh, lovely," you know. And it wasn't. I mean, let's be honest. It was, mm. it was a tap. Wasn't right. It, really? it was right. A, it was a sink with a tap. One of those hoses they stick on the two taps. Or I'd love to say that, but no, it was literally a sink. A sink. It was just a sink. Oh and I said, God. "Sue, this isn't a shower. Yeah, it's a shower." You know, I said, no, Sue, that's not a shower. It sort of splashes her naked that's body a out. Of the... God knows what she does. Right. She said, well, she sort of, I said, show me then, show me. So first she, she disrobed, which was terrifying for a start. You know, it was like something from Nightmare on Elm Street. And then she climbs into the whole sink. And God knows how she did it. Because she's, she's, you know, she's, she's not small. But bendy by the sound, is it? But, but, I mean, that's the one thing about her is she can really get into small places. Right. The David Reed story. Right. Well, we begin at the beginning. We be- you are born. I, I am born. Um, and I go to a local school in York. And uh, interestingly, I think, I had no interest in uh, performance or being even being seen. But I remember being offered the role of uh, wise man in the nativity when, uh, sadly, one of the other boys had to drop out due to illness. Oh, God. And what happened to him? I, I don't know. I mean, I think he just got the mumps or something. Oh, God. Around Christmas. Do you know how he's doing now? Uh, we're not still in touch. Oh, no. God. Maybe we can find out. Maybe if anyone... Uh, what was his name? Uh, Nicholas. If anyone can find out, then please do get in touch. Uh, but basically, they offered me the part of the wise man, and I turned it down. You turned My it down? My first ever role, I you turned like, it down. You were like, fuck. You were like... You phoned the agent and you're right. like, right, mum uh, right. or dad, and you're like, right, okay, they've offered me this. What do you think? I want to hold out for Jesus. It's come through. It's one not night. Jesus because that would be a baby, but Joseph. Sure. But it's it's come through. Herod. It's, What's the best role in the it's nativity? Third wise man, and they made that very clear. You and were third. They, this would have been third wise. Mer. Uh, yes, Balthazar. Mer. No, Casper Balthazar. Malcolm. Malcolm. So you would have been Malcolm with Malcolm. the Mer. Malcolm with the Mer. And I, I just went. You know what? No, I don't want this. Fuck you, Teach. I don't want this. I'm, as in, you're saying I'm bigger than this? No, I just think I think there was nothing in it for me. I hadn't considered acting as you're a going profession. Posh. And what did you want to do? Climb trees, play football. You know Climb. what? I'm, and I think back to that time. My two heroes at that time were Jim Henson and, and uh, George Lucas. 
So I think I wanted How to... How old were you? I was uh, six, seven years old. So you were already involved in... The interested in behind I, the scenes I like, stuff. I like, the, I like the, 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 the father figures, the godheads, oh. you know, the real creators who, yes. who created a team around them. I didn't like the front and centre... Uh, wow, the you know the the foot soldiers. So you talk about Star Wars, for example. Yes. I presume that was where. Yeah, I was hugely into Star Wars, but, but you also weren't. The, the but you were like the, you know, the, the what? Sorry, the no. Ewok movies and, and American Graffiti. Right, I was hugely into yeah, American Graffiti. Yeah, but you were you were very much like okay, yeah, Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Darth Vader, whatever. I want to see this sort of. I big want the bearded, slightly autistic man with the beard. Yes, yeah, that's that's who I want to be. Yeah. Wow, would you say because I've always that's always struck me about you which I think is a really interesting thing and, and, and I, 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 I envy a little bit because I'm very much like, look at me, you know, all the time. But I've always felt like, especially with the Penetrate Falls and everything, you're very, you've got your, you're thinking about the whole beast. Right, yes. Would you say that's true? The yes. story, you know, almost in terms of acting-wise to a fault to yourself sometimes, you think? Absolutely. You don't put yourself... I- you, it's, you don't make yourself the star. No, no. I, I am. I make myself the facilitator more often than not. But those mm. those rare times that I've not necessarily I've a bad been the one who me. gets to show off. Mm. I've I've hugely enjoyed it. But it's because I've given myself that space. It, it's a holiday. So in in sketches like. Uh, the creep, which we did again and again and again. Yeah, I remember. I yeah, got to be the creep, the creep, the yes. titular creep, and uh, that was enormous fun just to yeah. try and annoy Humphrey as much as possible. Was there a sense of, I like this, I appreciate what it is, but I'm personally, my drive isn't look at me, look at me, look at me. My drive is how do we make this whole thing That's right. fit? And let me, more clockwork. Let me take you uh, another step further on that journey. Please. I, I, uh, I do eventually become an actor, of course, by the end of this story. So there's, right. there's, there's two more uh, small uh, events I need to okay. fill you in on. Okay. I'm still at the local uh, state school. Right. Um, the, I've turned down the role in the Nativity. <laughs> I, I several... love that you turned it down. Right. How did you... T- can we recreate that? Just briefly. Sure. Yes, I, I'll, have to to I'll, I'll be teaching. What was teacher's name? Um, uh, Mr. Bradley. Mr. Bradley. Um, uh, David, we're thinking of offering the role of uh, wise man. I'm sorry. We, you know, we did think you were good for Joseph, but not quite right. However, we are offering you the role of wise man. Uh, we'd really love you to play it. What do you say? Um, I'm okay. Thank you. You're turning it down. Yeah. David, are you completely insane? We're offering you the role of wise man. I know it's not the lead, but you know. I'm sorry, Mr. Bradley. I just don't think you can make the money work. Well, to hell with you then. You're expelled. Is that how it went? It, it, it didn't, but I, it, it could have done. Right. Very easily. It, could have, it, it was a tense atmosphere. Was he, Mr. Bradley, was he a little bit upset? Um, Had anyone ever turned down a role before? I don't believe so. No, I think it was a school first. I think that's really exciting and interesting that your career began with a no. Mm. Uh, well, then what happened next? It was uh, cut forward a couple of. And years. Did you see the play? I did. I did. And was it good? Were you watching it, going, I you was, know what? I you know what? Better. I only had eyes on that third wise. <laughs> the entire Malcolm. time. Were you, were you mouthing his words and stuff? Um, well, I, I, hadn't, I hadn't even looked at oh, the script. Oh, you did an audition? They no, just no, no, no. threw your wise man and yeah. said, do you want to play it? I mean, I was a tiny They time. threw you a beard and a robe and right, said, right. see and if crown. this fits. I, it sowed the seed of uh, what if. Some children's entertainers came to our school mm. and they did the emperor's new clothes in the first half. Um, and then in the second half, there was no interval that I remember. God, no. Not with children. I mean, you know, if you want, let them leave. You don't want them having a gin and tonic and a bag of crisps. God, no, no. And in they the second half, it. they did magic. And wow. they started the second half after the, uh, a lackluster emperor's new clothes, to be honest. Oh, not good? Well, it's a story about a naked man for children. <laughs> What did they use? One of those sort of bodysuits? No, he wore like a he wore with a Victorian, Victorian undershirt. You know, one of the the striped ones okay, with the flap. Okay, yeah, that works. And <laughs> one of those. And they had a flap for an anus. Well, not not, not for a flap. an anus for his anus. Oh, not a flap instead of an anus. No, you know the no the process. I was going to say we've really evolved. Since an old then. prospector shirt. You know, one yes, of those I know what you're talking shit about. In the woods, yeah. Always look a bit dirty. Always look. Why a bit do dirty. they always look a bit dirty? Mm, I don't know. Because they wear them every night, and they they only wash in the river, and they don't take it off. Ooh, I'm so glad we're living now. Yeah, um, we've got a we've got a hot point to do that for us. Um, they didn't have a boost. They did not. Their boost was you know grabbing a fish. <laughs> That's it. Rubbing rubbing yourself. Rubbing a, a fish with on a car. 
Um, but they came and they started the second half show, the Manjit show, mm. by saying, is it anybody's birthday today? Wow. And no, none of the children said anything because it was nobody's birthday. Right. And they said, is it somebody called David's birthday today? Fuck. Now, I was in a school that... You were like, hang on, teach, this is black th- magic. There were three Davids in my school. So okay. the three Davids sort of looked at each other. It was none of our birthdays. So right. we, we stayed quiet. And they said, is it David Reed's birthday today? Fuck. And I, I started getting palpitations because I didn't like standing up in public. This is, and, this is black magic. And it wasn't my birthday. Um, it, w- it was my birthday that week and I don't say anything because I'm, I'm now feeling the inevitable at this point but mm. um, they say is, is it David Reed's birthday I know I'm the only David Reed in school but it isn't my birthday this so it's like a horror story I stay quiet so then they say where's David Reed <laughs> and and the children around they, me all point at me were they getting angry or was this part of the show sorry it, I'm ruining this the this was show. the head teacher doing this for them and so the head teacher. Oh, this from. wasn't the the, cla- the the troop. Not at this point. No, this. I was... love that he went. Where's David Reed? And I was marched out to the front. Fuck. And in front of the whole school. Oh god. And it's I, like the Nazis. All I became the stooge in their magic show. Right. The most uh, unwilling stooge. The the. the oh one. god. So they dressed me up as Superman. They put. <laughs> They they put uh, humorous large glasses on me in order to curtail my laser vision that, that set fire to something in the magician's hand. Surprised and I was just being shuffled around it like a zombie, not wanting God. to be involved. And they cut me in half with a massive razor blade. And he what? Wh- he whispered, was that a joke? What? No, that was one of the the tricks they did with the razor the, blade, cutting the woman in half, but with a small boy. It but was with a, a big, razor blade, a big sort of. Uh, I mean, razor blades have quite. It was a four, horrible four foot razor blade. Yeah. And he whispered in my ear, when we do this, <laughs> let out a big scream and scare all the girls. That's what he said to me, um, an eight-year-old boy. And I, he slammed down the razor blade and cut me in half, and I didn't make a sound. I, I had not wow. volunteered for this. But this is like a horror movie. Mm. This, is, this is horrific. But what happened next, Anna, is where it truly begins, because oh, wow. in break time afterwards, the entire school was crowded around me. Wow! Asking questions. Oh God! You got wanting the bug. to test you my got su- bitten by the bug. Wanting to test my super strength. Fuck. Asking how I set fire to that thing, and wow. I very calmly led them all over to a bench where I sat down and took questions one by one. <gasps> a Q and A. It was your first Q and A. My first Comic Con. That was your first Comic Con. Your first. And I was age. I think about probably but about the eight years. Experience was kind of horrific. Oh, absolutely. But the aftermath. Absolutely dreadful. And has that I got always through been it alive. the case? I got through it alive. And that's has that still I... been the case? You hate being on stage, but you love you know getting what? pissed afterwards. No, I've met a lot of actors who get enormous anxiety about being on stage, mm. but there's a great need in them to be seen at the same time. Mm. They're very conflicted. I am not that classic archetype. I am quite indifferent about performing. Mm. But I feel like you've create, you're able to, which I think is very helpful, create structures in your head. Yes. So you can turn it into where some... You know when people say to you, oh, God, I can never do what you do. Right. I can never get on stage. And I go, darling, I can never do what you do. And, of course, I'm lying, you know, because all other jobs are basically easy. But, um, you know, that thing of being on stage, I can see... I, I don't mean I can see, but I know, as knowing you, I think you're able to create It's OK because X, Y, and Z. Do you, do you know what I mean? You right, can, yes. You can see it, again, going back to the George Lucas... You can see the the whole clockwork, the picture, feel yeah. of it, and you're creating a product yes. as opposed to, oh god, I've got to be really funny or I've got to really perform or whatever. Right. You're, you're th- I, I really admire it. The first time I performed, mm. actually performed, was mm. uh, to jump forward another two years, right. and I was chronically bored at school. I was coming home morose, and my parents were getting quite worried. Oh and, god! And they is that like an actual? Condi- I, don't mean I have pits. very little mem- memory You were actually it. described as chronically bored Not by a doctor But right. like my, okay. I was saying I was bored a lot to my parents and, oh uh, and they decided they had to do something And so Ten years old My last year of junior school They moved me to another school And it was a brand new school That was set up in the grounds of the school That Dame Judi Dench went to in oh. fact, uh, The school she went to was all girls mm. And so Although it was co-ed uh, So boys and girls most parents just sent their girls there with the idea they'd continue into big school and carry on their whole time. And so I was the only boy in my class. Fuck. 
And so we then, at the end of the, that year, did a play, and I we were all that. asked to audition. So, hang on, you were the only boy in the entire school? In my year, there were two other boys in the school. That's... Wow. Overnight, all my friends were now girls. Wow. And that was just something I had to deal with. But oh, I was really? visible. I, I, ha- I was... You mattered. I, I was like the tallest kid in class. You can't so did hide. They, they put you in the girls' school... So hang on a minute. They went, Dave's chronically bored. Let's put him in an all-girls school. Let's put him into a smaller school where he can get more attention from the teachers. Oh, okay. Because they got a report card back that said David has no interest in music or drama. And they were the only things after school I was interested in. Oh. Were mum and dad in music and drama? No, they were, they were in teaching. So they right. were, they had Interested, but they weren't, okay. Not teachers. Well, that's fascinating, David. And, and, and so and I auditioned for The Bunyip which was a adaptation of the children's book. An Australian myth. Uh, yes, that's right. <laughs> and I played the... Uh, now, he was a boxing... Kangaroo. It, it would have been... Is it a kangaroo? Yeah, kangaroo's a box. wallaby. It was a wallaby. Oh, fuck. He was a boxing wallaby. So I, I, I threw myself into the performance for the first time. So you played a kangaroo. Uh, a wallaby. A wallaby. I believe. Pretending to punch... And w- the Bunyip meets me. And was I it a made-up story? All stories are made up. But right? it was a musical version of the Bunyip from. Uh, and had the teacher written it. Was uh, it yeah, the those? music teacher. Oh, I love those ones. They're yeah. so much fun. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Wonderful. So then, I mean, we're, we're going to have to go fairly soon. I mean, we spent a lot of time talking about the shower. But then, so, so, turn down wise man. Right. Think, still think that was the right choice? I do. Or are you regretting it? Now? I do. I do. Think do you think your career would be, do you think you'd be in Hollywood now if you'd done that wise man? I think if I'd taken on the wise man, I would have been too big for my boots when the magician's assistant role came along. Okay, magician's assistant really humbled you. To quite really brought you down. If it, if this was a story, that would be the Dark Knight of the Soul. Right. However, breaking to Act Three, you realise, oh no, there's something in this. I'm getting attention, leading to your final if victory. I, I can't as the kangaroo. I can't hide from this, so I may as well embrace it. And that's yes. what happened. And you learnt there's an upside to to the horror of being made to wear a Superman suit and glasses. Right. And glasses. And, and why did they think it was? Did they think it was your birthday? The school had got it wrong. It was they. So they the sort of set wrong. this whole thing up in right. a way for your birthday, and they'd got it. They'd started off very poorly with them. <laughs> Wonderful. Where do we go next? Well, why not Edinburgh University? Was it? That's right. Where and there you met the lovely Tom and lovely Hunt. And there was a fourth. There was uh, Jamie Anderson. Was Jamie Anderson. He was a Scot. He didn't go to Edinburgh University. We just met him. He, oh. He was at uh, a separate uh, college across town. Uh, but he started coming to improv workshops on a Sunday that I ran. Right. And so the rest of you, Tom and Hump, were all in the same. We were all in the Improverts, which was the University oh, Improv Troupe, started in '89 by a Canadian. And as they say, but did then, you did you get? We immediately hit it off. We met uh, in rehearsals for that show for the first time. So we met trying to make each other laugh. We hadn't met oh, socially fun, beforehand. That's nice. So that's that's where we... So you weren't on the same courses? No, no. Oh, it Humphrey was, like was doing history, Tom was doing um, philosophy. Even there. <laughs> and I, I was doing social anthropology with sociology. Social anthropology with I've no, sociology. I'm not the wiser. Right? No. no, 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 no. I mean, I passed it, but... No, I you're still not a wise man. No, no, no you, not a wise man. You still haven't entered that role. Very much time. I think you're quite what, what, rise? Wise. Rice. So you... Um, so you got together and you formed the Penny Dreadfuls right. from the Improverts and you said, let's put on a show. And we did. At Edinburgh and it immediately went really well. We, right? we immediately... You immediately had a huge crowd. We immediately had a huge crowd and got a radio series after Fucking one show. Fucking hell. 
and then th- we got a second on radio um, it was called uh, Radio 7, seven right. back then which is now 4 Extra yes but Radio 7 commissioned its own shows back then yes and then it got a second series before the first one had even gone out and mm. things seemed to be rolling and going very mm. well um, and then my friend Colin had the first one is that right? Yes. Wow. With his friend Fergus. Ah, wow. Back in the day. And we... we another time, another life. Another life, it was. It was, but but I think at the same time, not to get too slaggy off about the system and everything, but I think mm. at the same time, the route between radio and television that had been well established yes. had been eroded by uh, BBC Three not knowing what it was and... and yes. Uh, so before that, just for listeners... In the comedy world, you had um, you had League of Gentlemen and, and, and Mighty Boosh people and, like that, and then you basically go sort of Edinburgh did, Radio yeah, Edin- Four uh, TV TV, yes, and that was a fairly and League of, yeah League of Gentlemen was sort mm. of the, who we looked up to the most. I think, oh God, yes, yeah, but no, that's that that that's uh, it, because so. I think the League of Gentlemen a they were northern, right, and they made it feel like you could do sketches that were accessible to a bigger public. I mean, my family back home loved it, you know. It, right. it wasn't all jolly hockey sticks. No. It wasn't posh. I think Vic and, and Bob had opened that door as well. Yeah, fair enough. But Vic and Bob, it was it was the surreal stuff, mm. wasn't it? Yes. Whereas League of Gentlemen, they sort of... It's almost like you can do... You can be an actor, actually, and do plays, but do it as comedy. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Whereas Vic and Bob were very much like a couple of blokes made each other right. laugh. You're, you were which never, is also wonderful. You were never convinced you said, where did Bob go? Yeah. Who's this character? Where did Bob? But like, like League Gentlemen talk a lot about the truth of the characters yes. and all that sort, of, and they're still into all that well, kind of thing. I believe they were they're brought, actors they were first by um, horror films. I think. I think oh, that's yeah, very yeah. clear. Oh yeah, no, that's in terms of the aesthetic, but I think in terms of where they're coming from as performers, they're yes. actors. They were. And did they go to drama school? Bretton Hall, I believe. Right. Yes. Right. So, well, that's lovely. Um, and you had fun. You did four shows. We did. four Five shows. Five shows, and they all went great. Yes. Um, but I remember talking, you know, it's hard, isn't it? With I mean, this happens to all of us, you know, in sketch groups and so on. There comes a point where it's just like, either we get our TV series or, or where do we go? I, I came to a realisation that uh, sketch comedy only works um, uh, as long as you value your time at zero pounds. <laughs> and as soon as you get some self-esteem, it's over. Which is this thing, again, going back to the Northern thing and blah, 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 and what me and Sadie were talking about last week, which is so many actors and so on, and I think it's true of sketch groups as opposed to stand-ups, because stand-ups are working like fuck all the time. Right. right? But so and many, being paid for it. Yes, Ske- exactly. Ske- actually being paid for it. so many sketch groups are basically independently wealthy. Right. You're and you're, because you have to, to be, because yeah. there's no other choice. Well, not forced to be. You can't really well, actively be independent. Well, how else? But it's... it's uh... And that's the problem, I think. And I think it's become more and more of a hobby. And I think people don't understand... In the 90s, I think it was all the rage, obviously. And right. now I think people don't really... Under, as in the public, mm. bless them, don't really understand um, that there are... Um, don't really understand the idea of characters, I don't think. No. I don't think they really exist anymore in that way. Not, not in the same way, not in a successful way. No, I mean, I'd never do it. But... Um, and, and I like... I'm really... In, now I go more into comedy, though, because obviously I've done theatre a lot. But right. I started to do comedy, you know. They told me not to do it, you know. Stick to what you're good at, Anna. Sleeping and crying, you know. But I thought, I, sh- I want to do a bit of comedy. It's fun. And I've loved it. And i tell you why. The reaction. Mm. You know if it's working. Right. Because they laugh. Right. And the louder they laugh, the more they like it. Whereas in a, in a, in a more straight, a more visceral play, if they laugh, you know you've got it wrong. Yeah, often. How do you quantify a... Mm, right. You know, or a... Uh, do you know what I mean? And or the louder a, someone a, does that... <laughs> yes, the louder someone... If someone's in the audience going... Mm, ah, yes. You think they're taking the piss. If you have an elderly audience, you will get more active feedback, but it's equally unwelcome. So you'll get, uh, you'll get a little old lady, for instance, leaning over to her husband and going... She's got a lantern. And yes, things like that. Yes. Which isn't very useful feedback, I don't think, because you no. know you're holding a lantern. But sometimes if I'm bored in a show, say, you know, for example, I was holding a lantern at the back right. of a show ages ago, and I was really fucking bored, so I didn't have any lines. And, you know, when I'm not doing any lines. It was it was an old play called The Highwayman's, um, Highwayman's Three Dogs. Right. Really boring. And it was it was about these three dogs. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But um, I was holding a lantern. I did hear an old woman go, uh, she's holding a lantern, you know, and I went, yes, I am, darling, I am. You know, oh, the old woman was going, oh, 
where did you get it? I went, oh, well, it's actually a prop, but, you know, it, it looks real, doesn't it? Yes, it does look real. And the other actors got very angry. But the director was furious. But what the in- fuck are you doing, Anna? I said, what? I'm you're, chatting to the crowd. You're engaging and your And bringing audience. them into your boring play. Right. Breaking and, the fourth wall. And break, But who gives a fuck? I mean, right. because the fourth wall in this case was a very boring drab wall that no one wanted to look at. Right. And also, if there's a wall there... I've had this argument with other actors for hours. If there's a wall there, they can't see you. It's a good point. That's... I mean, I'm no scientist. No. But that is... A fact, right? Well, that's what walls do. Otherwise, that's a window. Isn't Don't ex- what? It's, it's just talk it's not to the audience. A, it's not called a fourth window. They know we're here. We know they're there. Yeah. I mean, I'm arguably suggesting acting isn't a thing mm. by saying this. I don't know. I'm getting into very shaky territory here, and well, I don't want to be. I feel quite uncomfortable here. at the idea that acting isn't a thing. Because I may not. have wasted my life. Well, I think we've all wasted our lives, let's be honest. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, you have a life. Yes. It lasts how long? You know, 100 years? 150? Well, we don't know. But that's, we don't that's, know. That's the beauty of it. The magic of it. And the terror. But um, what do you do with it? That's the thing, isn't it? You know, because you do acting. And so many people would say that's a waste of your life because you should be making money. Right. You know, unless you're independently wealthy or, or, or you're, you're very lucky. Or very good. You mm. know, I'm none of those things. And I think if you're acting, is that a better... Is it, is it worth it? Was it worth it? You know, I often think, was it worth it if I hadn't... If I just stayed married to my first husband, Harold Bagg, you know? He was a lovely man. He loved... We just made sandwiches all day. And it was lovely. It was boring, but it was lovely. Mm. Would I be happier now? But then I think, well, I'd have never have gone to the planet of the gorilla people, you know? No. I'd have never been in Rogue Baker, all about a baker goes rogue. You know, I'd have never done any of that stuff. Sometimes I think, I say this to the listener at home, what's it like to be you, you know? What's it like to be one of you, to never really feel anything? Do you ever think that when you're looking at the public? I do, because... because To just sort of muddle along watching you strictly come to the jungle eating your chips and complaining about the heat. I can say anything on stage and the audience will still feel nothing. And because that's that's who they are. Well, because they can't really feel in the way we can. No, but no, they can exactly. only watch other people feel for them. Right. And that's why I think we are more important than doctors. Like like a dog watching television, really. It I mean, is. It's it a is. lot like it that. is. So um, I, we've gone on a long time, but the Penny Dreadfuls did very well. They were wonderful, and you're still working together, which we, makes me so happy. Well, I, I write everything now, and we, we ship Humphrey over in a special box from America, where yes. he now lives, and yes. we do one radio play a year, touch wood, long may it continue, and then he goes back again. And, and Tom, Tom's lovely, I saw him not long ago. That's right. He comes back for it. He comes, well, he, he's still sort of, he's the only one hanging around in London. Isn't he? Oh, he's still the only he's one in London. Him, yeah. The only dreadful in London. That's right. Or the only penny. Were you known as the pennies or the dreadfuls? We always said dreadfuls, um, and so our fans did too and our producer always said pennies because she felt uncomfortable by the word lovely oh okay fair well it is a it's a downer immediately isn't it arguably the new one tell me a bit about the new one new one's called hadrian's beard and it's about emperor hadrian's one and only trip to uh, britannia as it was then or the Mm. british isles yes and his decision to put up a bloody great wall to keep out the uh the damn noni who are the, 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 the Dan Noni, who are the, uh, the Caledoni, also known as... Uh, from, the Noni. From the frozen north. <laughs> wow, oh, it's a bit Game of thrones Yes, but it, it, sounds it also exciting. involves all of the elements that people often use with his trip, that uh, there's a, uh, a legion called the Ninth, the Ninth Legion, who... And this is all research This is and research true. and true, that who just disappear from the records around that time. Oh, amazing. And they were, they were garrisoned in... in uh, Britannia and then they just go and so everyone lots of conspiracy theories and films about conspiracy theories of what happened to them oh wow and there's a very the famous, Lost Legion is the that, Lost is Legion that that's it so you're, you're the sixth this is the sixth one you've done is that the right the ninth the ninth the, the one about the Jesus ninth is Christ. the ninth one we've done um, and so you did um, and tell me which ones have you done Guy Fawkes was Guy first. Fawkes um, which, so they're just to explain it's probably pretty self-evident but they're sort of historical Plays about a particular character and Dave, but comedy, but but a comedy take on that and Dave, Tom, and 
Humphrey play everyone apart from you normally have Stitcher well, Richard have E. Grant so uh, Guy Fawkes was played by Kevin Eldon the actor Kevin right. Eldon yes. then Richard E. Grant and Sally Hawkins played the leads in Revolution about the French Revolution oh, fuck. they both now have Oscar nominations which is quite exciting coincidence um, well we're, we're hoping they're not the last two so yes uh, oh, wonderful. from that show then we did uh, Harrow with the Wake which is about 1066 Harrow Harrow with the Wake was a, a sort of Robin Hood um, vigilante who withheld against William the Conqueror. Oh wow! Oh wow! So yes. it's his I haven't last, heard that one. Last. Last. Are, they, are they all still available on? Uh, you can get them, are they, You can get them on iTunes or Audible. Oh, you can buy uh, them. There's two too. albums. They're available as two albums. Oh, fuck. That's wonderful. Um, and sorry, so so quickly through the last... Guy Fawkes, French Revolution, Hero with the Wake. Then we went on to do uh, Macbeth, Rebothered, it was called, which was the more accurate tale of Macbeth. Oh, wow. We did uh, Homer's Odyssey, which mm. has uh, Robert Webb uh, as uh, Odysseus. Uh, we did uh, The Curse of the Beagle, which was uh, uh, based on Charles Darwin's Voyage of the Beagle, but the stories he left out because he couldn't explain them. Oh. Uh, then we did um, Le Carry on Spying, which was a <laughs> John Le Carry novel about the author himself when he was a spy. And then we did uh, Don Quixote, our version with Sylvester McCoy as Don Quixote. Oh, fuck, yes, I remember that. And then that's up to the ninth, Hadrian's Beard. Incredible. Beer. Well done, David. That's, that's really exciting. That's so lovely. And so they're all available. Look up look up the Penny Dreadfuls that's right on um, iTunes or Audible iTunes Audible I've got my own podcast called Inside the Comedian where I do not speak like this no um, I speak uh, like an actor would yes posh uh, so people and, will listen yes and uh, then uh, yes and then could, we didn't get to the end of career because we were sort of running out of time but well we did the origin story we did the origin and that's what matters isn't it really um, but David's doing very well and he's a lovely man wonderful shower Thank and his you. lovely wife, Danielle, who I will try and interview another time. She's not here today. She's not, no. But we, we, I've been allowed to stay in their house and eat their toast and it's been, and use their boost. And it's been really wonderful. It really has. Um, so look out for David's, David's things. Uh, Inside the Comedian podcast and The Penny Dreadfuls. Can we wrap up saying something about this north-south divide? Where do you think it's going? Is it getting worse or better? Because it, it felt for a while like the Northerners had really got their foot in the door for a bit, didn't they? You know, with Beanie and, and all the other... Guys. Oh, right, and, and actually now, stealthily as well, with um, Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. Yes, and, all that. But then they had, to, they, were all they had Northerners. to pretend, though, didn't they? They, they did. To, that's uh, what I'm saying. But then Beanie was more like, kind of, we are Let's we not are. pretend anymore. Yes, yes. No, I won't do your fucking accent. Yes. I'll, I'll play Hamlet like this. So, of course, they didn't cast him. Yeah, yeah well, yes. And... and so where are we at now? Do you think from from your I think Game of Thrones has opened the door slightly, but as I say, they're all posh doing a Northern accent. Are they so, all posh. Yeah, all of them. I mean, um, Kit Harrington uh, is a descendant of Robert Catesby, who actually did the gunpowder plot. Like he's that <laughs> posh. So were Catesby's descendants still posh? He wasn't sort of completely excommunicated. They were Northern life. posh. So they. And how were, did they? Because surely after that, I'd have thought the whole family would just be sort of salted. Oh, they they probably were, and that's but. Uh, but he, they kept. Their, they still had were allowed to have children. They just weren't. You know. But they still kept their. I mean, that would be a black. Well, he's a mark against He's not a Catesby, so I don't know at what point it diverged. But. Wow, that's fascinating. Yeah. Um, absolutely lovely. Well, darlings, um, that's the end. I hope you've enjoyed my little chat with David. I certainly have. Um, we'll be hopefully back next week. I don't know who with. I'm just basically staying at people's houses and then demanding they do a podcast with me and let me use their shower. I think the podcast is going to go more shower based. I think if that's you know what I, mean. I, don't, I don't know. I think the acting's all fun, but also it, I gives a shit. A bit really. When I was talking about my life, to be honest, you doubted your no, life. No, I zoned out a bit. You I, zoned I out. Oh god, stuff. I can't remember any of it. Um, the shower stuff. I um, that's. I don't know. I think there's something in that. Mm. I don't know. Tweet tweet the podcast. And just let us know, or tweet tweet um, uh, at Colin Holt, which is obviously the very much the light, the day to my night. Right. Um, at Colin Holt is the place to tweet, um, and uh, Colin Holt comedy and Animan actress on Instagram, and Colin Holt on Facebook, ColinHolt.net. So much as Colin Holt, fucker. And he's um, your man, is he? He's, he he's, he's the, he's the, the admin, fixer, shall we say, the yeah. admin man. And McKellen has a similar thing. Yes, I'm sure it does. Um, and of course, uh, YouTube, Colin Holt Comedy. 
and uh, t-shirts now available at Tea Republic. Tea Public. I keep calling it Tea Republic. I've sold one. I'm so. I genuinely. I've had a lot of stuff in my life happen. Um, I've, I have had a lot of roles, often cut, but I've had a lot of roles. Uh, big films, you know, back in the day. Um, Who's for Turkish Delight? You know, stuff like that, which is still a classic. But um, nothing quite gave me as much of a thrill as getting a text saying, you've sold a T-shirt. Do you know who to? I, I think I, I I think I saw someone saying they were going to buy one. Right. So I think it might be them. And please, if that person could send me some feedback, because I just did it randomly. Well, I did it drunk. I won't lie. On and I hope it worked. Um, it took me about twenty seconds, which feels far too quick to be to create a product and then sell it. So please do let me know if it's if it looks all right. And don't ask for your money back if it doesn't. But um, ask them because I'm I have I've, I get. I was a little bit upset when I discovered I get two dollars for it's, every T-shirt. It's not a lot, is it? I went, ah, there's the flaw in this. I thought they I was. Take, they take ten, you take two. Yes, I genuinely thought I was going to be loaded from that. But no, we're looking at some merch, so I'm going to basically get get as much merch out of this cash cow that is I before I um, before the inevitable backlash. Um, and also, very exciting, we're going to be, I think I've already said this, but we're, we're on Friday, next Friday, a week today, we're going to be filming a Channel 4 pilot of Anna Man's little very chat exciting. show. Very exciting, isn't it? And I'm afraid if anyone is wanting to come along to that, we put out for audience and it um, immediately covered all the audience wow full straight away wonderful which was so and and i just want to say in all sincereness thanks to everyone who is supporting anna man's fun um i was up in york doing a gig and i'm in leeds tonight and i've got lots of gigs coming up and it's genuinely very touching that people actually find this remotely interesting and as long as you do i will keep doing it and possibly beyond anyway my lovely husband-to-be possibly one day david reed wonderful man um, and um, thanks to everyone who, who gives a shit. All right, we'll leave it there. Please tune in next week. Bye. Bye-bye. GreatBigOwl.com When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.